and namaste guys i am dr anushruti and i am back with an episode that holds so much about physical therapy today's episode is going to witness dr harris troy as our guest speaker who is a physical therapist he helps everyday athletes to overcome chronic injuries and return to peak performances he is joining live directly from california usa hello dr harris how are you Hello, I'm doing great. I'm glad to be here. It's an early morning start, but um, I'm glad to answer some questions. Definitely, even we are glad to speak to you and looking forward to this discussion. Well, moving ahead with the very first question, that is some myths and facts about physical therapy. I know, you know, all my viewers and listeners and followers do not know a lot about physical therapy. and particularly what they know are most of the myths so please clear this air about some myths and facts about physical therapy definitely um i think the most common myth is people think you have to have injury or pain to go to physical therapy but at least in the states we're trying to shift the view of being more of preventative medicine so trying to prehab or prevent injury before it happens Of course you can't stop every injury from happening but there are ways you can reduce the risk of injury happening and so that's what we kind of shift our views towards. Another view yeah. that people have that's sort of a myth is people think it's a lot of massaging, pushing on the back and all that good stuff but there's it's actually a mix of things. Maybe there's a time to massage and do more hands-on work but there's also a time and need and transition of needing strength training or exercise or corrective exercise whatever you want to call it. there needs to be some type of movement involved to work in conjunction with the hands-on work so that's probably the two most common myths that we get so just by your reply i would like to ask another thing that is is physical therapy a lot more than exercise you know we all know that there are patients and clients out there who feel physical therapy is restricted to exercises and strength training then on the other hand we do have some clients and patients who believe physical therapy is all about modalities modalities like us therapy tens and ift cryotherapy and then we have the third set of patients who think physical therapy is all about massages some uh, muscle stimulation stretching and the fourth uh, you know fourth segment is who feel chiropractors and physiotherapists are the same they both do the same crack 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 and everything so what is it I think more than the modalities of whether you're massaging, using modality or doing exercise, it's more the experience you're providing for the client or the patient. It's a patient-centered approach of making sure the patient is comfortable, um answering all their questions, and then making sure that it's a good relationship. Whether it's using a modality in the beginning to build some kind of relationship, my goal is to make the person feel comfortable and find a way that they will buy into the session. They will believe me and i believe them and we work together um i'm not saying one modality is the final answer but i'm willing to use it if it allows us to build a relationship that will help us in the long run perfectly answered and i believe that this is what physical therapy actually holds you know this is the gist of physical therapy just what dr harris just told physical therapy is a very essential part of healthcare system you know healthcare system is a very broad term to be used it includes so many departments and so many varieties of doctors specialities but 
we know that physical therapy is also a essential, an essential and integral part of healthcare system. So now coming to the healthcare system, what is the sad reality of today's healthcare system? The sad truth you believe is about today's healthcare system. Yeah, um, at least in the U.S., I can't speak for other parts of the uh, world, but at least in the U.S., it's heavily um, dictated by medication. A lot of people tend to buy into passive modalities, meaning they just want to get a massage or they just want to eat something that will magically cure it, whether it's a painkiller or some newly researched product that people are raving about. And so a lot of people tend to buy into these things. And I think a lot of people tend to become very dependent on medications or these supplements. And so I think it's a matter of shifting beliefs of saying, hey, it might more be a lifestyle change rather than something you intake. And so that's probably the thing that we battle the most, trying to wean people off these passive interventions. I believe all of us together can come, you know, to uh, make this happen and eradicate all the negative things that is actually going on in the healthcare system, which I believe is very prominent in every part of the world, be it USA, be it my India or any country, I believe is suffering from one or the other very, very, very pathetic reality of healthcare. With this, Dr. Harris, let's move to a very nice segment of my show that is answering the question of my followers. Shall we begin with the first question, Dr. Harris? Let's do it. Well, the first question is from Rehansh Malotra, who's from Ambala. Ambala is a place in India. Hi, Rehansh. How are you? Hi, Dr. Harris. How are you? Greetings from India. I hear popping sound from my knee. Most of the times I sit, stand up or bend. Why is it happening? I am scared. Okay. Yeah, very common question. Whether it's the knee or the shoulder or the neck, a lot of people ask and about you know, popping is a bad. This question comes from any age group, like be it in mm -hmm. teenage, early teenage, old teenage, adults, early adults, older adults, or senior citizens. Everyone, I believe, this question is in their mind. So, guys, listen to this very carefully. What Harris is saying, yeah, yeah. Um, I think the first thing people do when they hear that they Google it. They go, oh, my knee is popping when I do this. What is it? And commonly you'll hear things like, oh, the shoulder is pinched, something is torn or something happened. But generally that popping is very common. As long as there's no pain associated with it, I'm not too worried about it. It doesn't seem harmful, but it all depends on context. If the person was for some reason playing soccer and they pivot and twist it, and then they started having this painful popping, that is a completely different story from someone who just woke up and is moving around and is cracking a little bit. Generally with exercise and movement, a lot of that popping and cracking can go down, but usually it's not a big concern if there hasn't been a history of injury or if there is no pain associated with it. So Riyansh, I believe your question is answered. And then moving ahead, we have Alex from Virginia. He says, hi, Harris. I had a knee injury four months ago. I used to play football and I'm a champion in it. Okay. How do I return back to my sports? Well, congratulations, Alex, for the championship and everything. And uh, yeah, Dr. Harris. Yeah. Um, it varies for each person depending on what, what was injured, first off, um, how fit they were prior to the injury. That will kind of dictate where we can end up or how far we can go. And the third is... Depending on 
which rehab professional you see. It's sort of like you go to a restaurant and then they serve different foods, different qualities. If you go, unfortunately, in the world of rehab here, some quality of care is very poor. So I can't see where you're coming from. And so generally people look at, oh, I'm four months out. Am I ready to go back? I'm six months out. Six months out. I'm ready to go back. Usually with those folks, I tell them, hey, you have to come in. We have to test it. We have to see it, whether we quantify it with a force plate or whether we see it or whether we see how much weight you can push. Those all matter. And those will dictate how how you can return to sports, not the timeline. Timeline is important to a certain extent because that shows tissue healing. But a majority of it depends on your strength, your movement quality. And that can only be assessed by numbers, by cameras, by pictures and just by seeing it in person. I totally agree with you. Don't you feel, Dr. Harris, that how patients' mindset is the same all over the world? I mean, be it in your USA, in my India, any other country. I have always, you know, whenever I speak to some speakers like you, esteemed doctors of their country, I believe everything is common in the patient's mindset. What do you think about it? 100% agree. 100% agree. I like think they um, have that particular mindset of pain, you know, and uh, first of all, pain is never, you know, bad. I mean, it is not like if you have pain, it is always a bad thing. So that is a part of discussion, which is going to be the next thing. But yes, I, this is very strange. And, you know, I feel amazed hearing all the stories from the patients like Virginia, from India, from China, America, anywhere, I believe like they are having the same mindset. Yeah, it's Going definitely, um, yeah. Yeah. Definitely different. Um, I think regardless of culture, everyone has the same worry. People get scared. Yeah. And people are dictated by that sometimes. And so it's a person-to-person -person connection. Yeah, definitely. Moving ahead, we have Kavish from New Delhi. He says, I have flat feet. It isn't making any problem, but I have seen a lot of doctors talk about it, especially on Instagram. Do I have to worry about it? Well, we do have a lot of doctors on Instagram, Kavish, but it is for the general purpose. And also to my viewers, listeners and followers right here, who is listening and watching this video audio from various countries on various platforms, let me tell you one thing. All the prescriptions, all the advices are on a general base, but not specific to you. So do consult a doctor before adapting anything. Dr. Harris, over to you. Yes, I completely agree with that statement. I think social media, there's a lot more posts than ever before. And so there's no context. You don't know where that person was coming from, what injury they had, um, what their thoughts and fears and beliefs are on it. So those are all general tips. Um, if it helps you by following that, great. If it doesn't, that doesn't mean physical therapy didn't work. It just meant whatever that person was doing in that video or at that time might not be right for you at your present time and age. Um, in terms of flat feet, um, that's a very common question. Um, if you search on the internet, people talk about LeBron James, Kevin Durant, NBA players having flat feet, even Usain Bolt, the fat, one of the fastest people in the world, have flat feet, but they excel at their sport. And so as research comes out more and more, they're finding out that flat feet may not be a bad thing. It might not be increasing your risk for injury. It might not be that. There's so many other factors to it, whether it's your knee, your hip, or your trunk, or your core. 
And so I wouldn't blame one body part as the culprit of all your pains. True. Kavish, so I hope you are satisfied with the answer. Moving ahead, the last question from my follower, it is from Lakshay from Mumbai. Dr. Harris, have you heard about Mumbai? I have. Oh, that's so great. Bollywood, I believe this is because of Bollywood. Bollywood, I actually visited India in 2012. Yeah. And you are telling me this right now. I mean, oh my God. Yeah. So which, yeah. when did you visit like 2012? I heard it right. 2012, 2012 in the summer. And so we went all the way from north to south. We just visited everything. Oh yeah. my God. So yeah, I mean, yeah. I was describing the cities and states to you. I didn't know that you have visited to India. So how did you find India? A lot of culture. So much culture. Like literally on every corner. Food? food was good. Um, it was my first time eating with my hands every day, but uh, it was oh. very good. <laughs> yeah, it was very good. The traditional culture is eating from hands, like especially uh, rice and chapati everything but yeah we do have you know that spoon feeding as well like we do mm. use spoon but yeah for chapati and did you use i mean you've heard about roti and paratha over here i ate it all from that to chicken biryani everything oh yeah. chicken biryani this sounds so great yeah. from you okay so lakshay from mumbai is speak is asking like hello dr harris i am from mumbai okay when I wake up in the morning, I have stiffness all over my back. What should I do? I also do gym for two hours daily, but my morning laziness is not going. Why is this stiffness happening? That's actually a very common question too. People experience pain or stiffness either after their workout or the next day. And so what I tell people is that's kind of like your body's alarm. It's kind of telling you whether you're not doing something correctly or maybe you're doing too much. So what I tell people is the next day after a workout, if they're so sore and stiff, I tell them, hey, go for a walk or go exercise. If the pain or soreness goes away, then keep it at the same amount of exercise volume that you did the day prior. But if you're moving around throughout the day and you're like, oh man, the whole day till I go to sleep, I was sore, then it might be a good indicator that hey maybe you're doing too much right now maybe you want to scale back on the volume and so that's a great measuring stick i know it's not the best feeling in the world to wake up stiff but it's a great measuring stick to know whether you're doing the right amount of volume okay with this i would like to ask a very important question to you you would have heard about two terms consistency patience these are said to be you know the roots of physical therapy i believe this so how what do you feel how much these two words play an essential role in physical therapy consistency and patience uh consist consistency is the name of the game i think people think that after one session you should feel like no pain but sometimes oh, yes yes they do believe yeah. you know whenever we have a patient and specifically in the geriatric, uh, you know, stage, they have this mindset. I mean, it is common, very common in every age group, but they mm. have that feeling that I went to my physio for my frozen shoulder and uh, it's been one day I'm taking the session, but there is no movement. I do not feel any change. Yeah, 
there is this thing. Yeah. And so I think for the general public, it's good to know that no physio wants you to be in pain for weeks and weeks. We, just like you, want to miraculously heal you. But some things just take time. And so consistency is important to do. So I tell people all the time, I'm like, hey, you need to give this a solid effort. The physical therapy, we have a solid effort for a few weeks, even maybe even a month. And that's going to help you really see something. One week might not even be enough for some people. And patients are super important because patients will guide you and give you their story and tell you what you need to do for the rehab program. Listening to the patient's story, um, putting their needs in front, and then seeing what they prefer. Do they have a preferred communication style? Do they like the session to be completely quiet? Do they want to talk? Um, do they want to talk about something else? And so kind of making that environment patient-centered, I think will make the physical therapy experience all that much better. I would like to sum this up as good things take time. So be patient, all my dear patients and clients, everyone. Last but not the least, Dr. Harris, you know, we have a lot of aspiring physical therapists, especially listening and watching us right now. And, uh, you know, this is a very hard time for them. Like for them, it is a never ending process. And it is like, you know, the hardest thing they have opted for. We do have some students, you know, some population of students who believe that this is not going to worth it. Then we have another student, another batch of students who believe that, you know, who are doubtful about this career. So you being a su successful physical therapist in your career, what are your advices to them? A token of motivation, token of advice and token of wide, wise words for them. Yeah, I think um, physical therapy is still young. The career, the profession itself. I think recently in the past several years, I don't know the exact numbers, it shifted to be it was primarily female dominant, at least in the States. And now it's becoming more 50-50 of males and females. And so even that, even the higher ups of the government of PT, they're very old, they're older end. And so I think there's a lot of new innovations that could come about, whether it's technology integration with physical therapy, um, new apps, uh, new ways to deliver it. I think there's so many different ways you could creatively take this field. I think a lot of people have taken it to social media but that's just one avenue. I think there's other ways that people can use physical therapy as a means to do something, to promote fitness, to promote health and wellness in other aspects of the world. Absolutely, absolutely. All my dear students listening to us right now, this time could be hard for you. You would be feeling, you know, uh, very much distressed about your studies and everything, the career, the future. But trust me, as I told earlier, good things take time. This is going to be very, very worth and fruitful for what you are doing. So, well, thank you so much, Dr. Harris, for joining in and taking out time from your schedule to speak to us on this topic. And I believe you enjoyed this. And specifically, the questions, were the questions really great to ask to you? And did you find, you know, the intensity to uh, answer these questions? Yeah, I loved it. Um, I think it's a good reminder for me, too, you know. I think those are, it kind of takes me back to the basics, kind of gets me thinking again. Because sometimes we just kind of do, we just kind of live our life. But I think that was a great, uh, great way to think through it. Thank you so much for your words. And all my dear listeners, viewers, and everyone who's watching and listening to us right now, this is your reminder to straighten your back, have a good posture. Till then, take care. Goodbye. Mm -hmm.